0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So Biden outed himself yesterday. He basically gave this speech talking about, you know, January 6th, the insurrection, the semi-fascist, the mega maga, all the other BS, you know, but he outed himself yesterday. There's a segment of that speech I want you to pay very close attention to. He mentioned about voting. He did it for a reason. I've got that and a really uh Shocking article by Revolver Darren Beatty, who's been doing unbelievable reporting on the. Remember the January 6th bomber. Well, there's a video out there about the bomber, but the video doesn't make a lot of sense. We're going to go into that in detail. Today's a can't miss show. Up. Don't go anywhere, please. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Going online without ExpressVPN is like leaving your computer in a restaurant and then going to the bathroom. You know, most of the time you may be okay, but you come back, some guy could be hacking into your computer. Don't do that. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino and pick one up today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that, an election update, a big tech update, and Biden getting lost on stage yet again, never knows where to go. Today's show brought to you by Helix. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's so quick and fun to unbox. You'll absolutely love it. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. I had a great night's sleep on mine. I have the Midnight Luxe last night. I love it. I'm a side sleeper. It's a great mattress. You wake up feeling rested and refreshed. Helix uh, Sleep, they have a quick quiz, Helix Sleep, that matches your body type and sleep preferences. It's the perfect mattress for you, not for someone else. Everyone's unique. Helix knows that. So They have several different mattress models to choose from. and The mattress comes right to your door. Ship for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Isn't that great? Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Helix, that's H-E-L-I-X. They have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. But you will. I do. Even Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away for a limited time. Helix is offering up to $350 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners to this program. It's their best offer yet. You're on it eight hours a night. You had a good mattress. It's their best offer yet. Hurry on over to helixsleep.com/slash Dan today. All right, Joseph. Let's go, Daddy O. And away we go, Dan. Surry Bob. Except your name is Joe. So <laughs> tomorrow, I will be at um just a quick announcement if you're interested in this kind of stuff. Uh in the morning, Fox and Friends, my buddies over there, are doing their breakfast with friends thing. You've probably seen it. They travel around the country. Pete Hegseth is uh, was on this morning. He's out in Arizona. Uh, the Deuce, Deucey, uh, and I will be out tomorrow at uh, Harry and the Natives in Hobe Sound, Florida. So it's on Federal Highway. Some outsiders call it Hobie Sound. <laughs> it's Hobe Sound. So uh, if you want to come say hello, Harry and the Natives. I'll be there at like the eight o'clock hour or something like that. So it depends what time I wake up in the morning. Although Joe is just telling me I've been getting up way too early, which is yeah. a story for another day. But yes, that's happening. So I'll see you there tomorrow if you're interested. Okay, let's get right to it. I want to get to this revolver piece by Darren Beatty, But first, what do I tell you about the Democrats all the time? If you want to know what devious schemes and scams are up to, just listen to them. They'll always tell you. People who lie. You ever read the book People of the Lie by uh what is this? Scott Peck. I'm no, Scott Peck. He's, I never have. It, it's an amazing but he wrote The Road Less Traveled, which is was a bestseller for like 700 years. It's another amazing book, by the way, The Road Less Traveled. But People of the Lie is an incredible book about sociopaths who lie about everything all the time. And the thing about people who lie is they always kind of seep out the truth. It's almost as if they want to get caught. Or that they're so in love with the fact that they got away with a lie that they're kind of semi-bragging about it and outing themselves. Does that make sense? Has anyone seen this in their in their personal life? It happens all the time. People like, they a side of them wanting to tell the truth. The politicians are the same way. Biden did it last night. This Forget the whole ridiculosity of the speech. <laughs> it's so stupid. It was a waste of everybody's time. Semi-mega-maga nonsense, fascist, deplorable. We all heard it. Even Democrat candidates, by the way, I'm reading, are annoyed about Biden's speech last night because they want the guy to just shut up until Election Day because everybody hates him. No, I'm not kidding. It's even in Politico playbook this morning. Democrat candidates around the country are like, Joe, please sit down and shut up. Nobody wants to see you until Election Day because nobody wants to be reminded about the catastrophe and the apocalypse you've brought on this country. So I'm not even going to get into the other crap. It was so stupid. But this part was interesting. Here's Biden discussing delayed counts and balloting and delayed election counts and how mail-in balloting, you know, it's such a great thing and all. And I told you, they'll always give up the scheme if you just listen. Check this out. We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. We know that many states don't start counting those ballots until after the polls close on November 8th. That means in some cases, we won't know the winner of the election for a few days, until after, a few days after the election. Folks, they love this. You see how he talks about this? What, he's do- what is he doing here? You know, Joe, you sensing it? He's prepping the battle. Setting it up, man. The, right, the, right. The fact that in the world's most advanced economy, matter of fact, the most advanced economy in the history of this rock we call Earth, right? That unlike other countries, we can't count ballots on election day is ridiculous. Folks, how freaking hard is this? Someone comes in to vote. They scratch off the box. The vote gets counted in a counter. Is this hard? I'm a Joe. I'm a little confused how this works. You go there. The vote is count. How come it takes days to count this stuff? Election day is a day. And oh, whoa, there's early voting. Yeah, even worse. Why can't we just count it as it comes in? Right, yeah. Well, I'll give you the answer. Because they don't want to count it when they come in. Why would they not want to count it when they come in? Because, ladies and gentlemen, delay time between Election Day and the announcement of a winner allows the media and Democrat activist groups to sow chaos while the vote counting period is extended. Gee, where did that happen? Oh, the 2020 election? Pennsylvania, he's up, he's down, he's up, he's down. One week, two weeks, oh, whatever. They want this. You understand the Democrats want this? Notice Biden's not condemning in that thing, in that little clip I just played. He's not condemning the fact that the world's most advanced economy magically can't figure out how to count a freaking vote. He's saying it to get people used to this idea because he wants this and believes it's a good thing. Bingo. Thank you. If they could extend this thing out to a month until they're sworn in, they would do it. Because then if they lose, but they lose by a sliver, it gives them time to use their media activists to sue, sow chaos, wink and nod that something was stolen like Hillary Clinton and Stacey Abrams did, and sue themselves to what they call "sue to the blue." They want this. Just listen to them. If there's one thing, without sounding like a pretentious jerk, so I'm sorry in advance if it comes off this way. But if there's one lesson, I hope you take from this show, tactically speaking, political uh, political tactics. I I hope you listen to the news differently. It's the one thing I picked out. Another thing he did in there. Not only does he, you know, wink and nod about how wonderful it is that these boat these votes will be counted way past election day. suit a blue baby. Extend that timeout. Don't call them on election. Don't you dare call it on election night. Another thing he talked about is mail-in voting. More Americans are voting by mail. Do you notice how he said it? Like this is this wonderful thing. Yeah. It's not. It's not a wonderful thing. Because mail-in balloting is subject to fraud and higher rejection rates. Oh my gosh. Joe, we're definitely getting into conspiracy. conspiracy theory. It's happening now. I can see the leftists. The diapers are being ah. wet. They have to clean themselves up. Where would you get this crazy idea, this conspiracy theory that mail-in balloting is prone to error and fraud? of the New York Times, the New York the New York the New York Times. Yeah, look at look at that. They actually wrote a piece about it back in 2012 about mail-in and absentee balloting. Why did they do it? Because back in 2012, large numbers of people who voted by mail and absentee were either military or older folks. And and they skew military Oh, Republican. Yeah, yeah, Republican. That's that's right. So New York Times had a big beef with it back then. But now that the Democrats have pushed for mass mail and balloting, all the stories they wrote about error and fraud, all of a sudden, if you mention them, it's a conspiracy theory. Strange. Here's the article right here. Adam Liptak, October 6, 2012. I'm never going to let this piece go. Error and fraud at issue as absentee voting rises. This is the New York Times, baby. Quote. Here's a quote from the Times article. Here's the conspiracy theory. Yet votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, and more likely to be contested than those votes cast in a voting booth. Statistics show, oh really? Election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail, and that's double the rate for in-person voting. The more people you force to vote by mail, Mr. Sancho said, the more invalid ballots you will generate. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the New York Times. So we know because, quoting the New York Times, we know that the statistics show that fraud and errors are increased dramatically. Matter of fact, they're double for mail-in balloting. And yet Biden wants more. And he wants extended counting periods after Election Day. Why would you want that? Catch-up time. Yeah, right, right. Because you want error and fraud. That's why. Just. Listen to them. Just listen to them. They will always out themselves because they can't stop bragging about this. Biden could have just shut his mouth about it last night. He had to bring it up because they don't see any opposition to this plan because they know that the media, if you mention fraud and error rates being double for mail-in balloting, They know the media will back them up and call you a conspiracy theorist because they don't think we remember where they talked about it back in 2012. All right, let me get to this. More on the Biden speech later, by the way. I'm going to get to more of that. I just wanted to open with that today because it's the most uh, evergreen uh, uh, news peg around. Democrats like error and fraud in elections. It's like you could cover that story every day. They love it. They want it. That's their thing. This uh, report by Darren Beatty in Revolver News is, uh, is eye-opening, to say the least. You know, folks, I've been covering this story for a while now. It's, uh, I find it really puzzling. I don't want to get in anybody's head here and attribute motive I don't know, but I find it really puzzling that the January 6th committee, led by Benny Thompson, Adam Schiff, uh, Liz Cheney, and Adam Kinzinger, uh, four losers, I find it really shocking that the biggest event on January 6th, the alleged bombing attempts of the DNC of the RNC, nobody talks about it. Nobody mentions it. Nobody seems even remotely curious who did it. Matter of fact, so much so, some of you, a limited group, because you all are pretty informed, but some people may be new to politics who just started tuning into my show recently, like, there was a bomber on January 6th? I thought there was just... That incident at the Capitol, the trespassing and all that, I thought that... No, no. The FBI and the Democrats, say early on, they were like, hey, the guy, a suspect. I don't even know if it's a guy. Planted bombs at the Republican and Democrat headquarters in D.C. right before January 6th. Whoa. Really? That's strange. I don't hear anything about it. Exactly. Read this piece. Must read in the newsletter, please. Bongino.com slash newsletter. That is how you subscribe to the newsletter. It is free. This is the top article. It's listed right there. Please subscribe to the newsletter. Please do it today. The article is titled, Did the FBI tamper with the frame rate of the January 6th pipe bomb footage? Hmm. Wow. They get right to it. Don't bury the lead there, Joe. So, Darren Beattie <laughs> notes in this piece here that the FBI has video of this bomber planting a bomb outside of the DNC. They do. Screenshot one from the piece. The FBI has reportedly collected 39,000 video files relating to the suspect's identity. The bomber. According to Steve DiAntono, assistant director in charge of the FBI's D.C. field office. Yet since September 8, 2021, not a single new video has been released. Hmm. We've had a January 6th committee. Joe Biden gave a speech last night about the threat to democracy, the insurrection. Worst thing since Pearl Harbor. Worse than 9-11. There was a bomber out there and there's no new 39,000 video files. And all we have is roughly a 19-second clip. Why are they not more concerned about this? Does this sound to you like an all-hands-on-deck effort to find the bomber? Or does this sound like uh, to you an all-hands-on-deck effort to make sure we never find the bomber? Here's another screenshot from this piece, and this piece is a gem. In August of 2022, Revolver definitively proved that the DNC camera footage from the FBI's September of 2021 release should have captured the money shot of the pipe bomber taking the bomb out of the bag and planting it near a park bench in front of the DNC building. But for some reason, the FBI censored the tape so that the public could not see the alleged criminal walk back into the camera frame to commit the actual criminal act. (laughs) We've covered this part before. This isn't the new news. Yeah, This is kind of a little bit old, but I want to reestablish where we are the FBI in their video release of this alleged bomber who left the bomb out at the DNC right before the January, just hours before the January 6th incident, right? This guy should be like the main target of this insurrection, right? Truly really strange. He walks by a camera in front of the Democrat national committee building, just blocks away from the Capitol, right? He walks by the camera and yet it's strange. We don't, We've never seen that view of the of the of the perp, the perpetrator. Well, why? I mean, if you wanted to find someone, Joe, and you had video footage of him in a bank robbery, yeah. you'd probably want the camera at the counter where he hands the tell of the note, right? Yeah. You probably wouldn't want to produce the camera at the next counter looking at the side of his face rather than a head on, right? I'm j I am just—I do not know, I'm just saying. No, oh, you're right. Like, oh, Dan, you were a former criminal investigator. No, no, no. You don't, An idiot can figure this out. In case you want to see what they've released of their 39,000 video files of the bomber on January 6th. This is now, uh, forgive me again for the uh, radio only audience. This is the final 13 seconds. This is what's out there that the FBI has released. I want you to watch it. Please go to Rumble.com slash Bongino. There's no way to make this cute for audio. I'll just, I'll I'll frame it up for you. It's playing right now. You'll see here, this is a really grainy, awful video here. And you'll notice that this is when the bomber drops the so-called bomb. But what's interesting about the video is you don't see any of that. And you see the perp walk by a security camera. Can you play it again, Gee, just so you know the, the Rumble folks can see it? And if you're on audio, please watch it, rumble.com slash Bongino. You'll notice you don't see an actual bomb being planted. Strange, right? Weird. I mean, we were told there was a bomber. And you'll notice he walks by another security camera. You'll notice we don't have that footage of the other security camera that would catch his face. You'll also notice that the frames per second rate of this camera footage that we do see is about 1.2 frames per second. Now, having some experience in the space, my best friend on planet Earth was a Taro detective with the NYPD, the technical assistance research unit. All he deals with is high-end security cameras. A1 Joe, you're a pretty smart. You're a camera guy as well. Yeah. One frame per second, Joe. That's basically like a yeah. camera. Now we have nobody even sells one frame per second cameras anymore because you get a step, a few feet later another step. You don't get any continuous footage. Good point, Key. It is. It's like a slideshow. He's absolutely right. Yeah. It's like a. Uh, so why is the footage in one frame per second that you just saw? Well, Darren Beatty explains this. This gets really, really interesting. He notes that the average industry frame rate for most closed-circuit TV security cameras currently in use, this is the average, about 15 frames per second. Right. Modern security cameras are typically 30, and higher-end ones, which you would think, Joe, would be at the DNC, right, shoot 60 They note that even the old dinosaur security cameras on decades old systems, highly unlikely to be at the DNC, by the way, shoot at around eight frames per second. The reason for the variation is obvious. It trades video quality and storage. The higher the frame rate, the the higher the quality of the film, the more storage space it's going to eat up. But folks, storage is really cheap these days. Now, this is the DNC. Uh, Joe you're not a security guy and I'm not a video guy like you are but we both know a little bit about each yeah. from having been in each other's spaces for uh, eight years now working together right yeah that's correct yeah. um you the Democrat National Committee that has security in front of its building I mean you had the whole Watergate thing happen there you would think they would have at minimum like an industry standard low-end camera. Of about eight frames per second, right? It sounds reasonable, <laughs> right? That's stone age. That's yeah. minimum, right? I'm, folks, he does. I'm not kidding. Joe does this. He doesn't only do audio stuff. He does your space too. Kind of strange, yeah. right? That, but right. All right. A ring camera is better than that. You could have put a ring. <laughs> it's a good point. You could have got a $20 ring. You could have got a $100 GoPro and stuck it outside. But it's strange. The DNC doesn't have that. Weird. They have a one frame per second. Weird. That it? No. No, no, no. You do the weird thing. That is the weirdest of Joe Armao's weirds we've had in a long time. You can't. There is no explaining that away, folks. None. All right, I had to take a quick break, and I'm going to get back to more of this in a second. Where Darren Beatty's like, "This isn't possible. Somebody manipulated this video and de- and 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 uh, destroyed the quality of it. For what reason? i leave that up to you. I'll speculate a little bit, saying that in advance. But I'll leave it up to you. This story gets even better. Don't go anywhere. PatriotMobile.com slash dad. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, look at what Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left is losing their minds about it. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, and they were a force for conservative values. I'm happy to partner with them. Patriot Mobile takes a portion of your bill, and you know what they do with it? They fund conservative causes and candidates. They're not messing around. That believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, conservative causes, and they're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. I'll switch today. Go to patriotmobile.com Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code DAN. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders because you deserve it. Join our movement. Make the switch today and make a difference tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. It's HenryUSA.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's HenryUSA.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So again, just to sum up, seems kind of strange. that The FBI released only a couple seconds there, about 19 seconds of footage. The footage appears to be from a camera from the Flintstones, and it seems to cut out all the key moments. Like when the actual bomb was let them put down on the ground. Was it? Here's the last two uh, pieces of this, uh, of, of Darren Beatty's piece that really blew my mind. They say, simply put, you don't see one frame per second cameras anywhere in 2022. You can't even buy anything on Amazon, Beatty Notes, where one frame per second is the default or anywhere remotely close to a standard or recommended output. You can't even buy these cameras. In fact, a comprehensive 2021 study on surveillance footage, surveillance footage frame rates found that exactly 0%, that's right, 0% of surveillance cameras had a frame rate below 5 frames per second. A folks, Occam's Razor, right, again, keep it simple, stupid. You're telling me the DNC. In Washington, D.C., one of the most high-threat buildings in one of the most high-threat areas in the country has a camera of such low quality it can't even be purchased out there and 0% of people that they know about in this study have anywhere in the United States. You're... That makes sense to you? Given all explanations except the one that requires the least amount of assumptions? That explanation requires you to assume that the DNC are morons, The security people are morons, that they've managed to acquire cameras that barely even exist anymore and you can't even buy on Amazon, and that the FBI released that stuff without any kind of enhancements whatsoever. That's a whole lot of stupid to assume, isn't it? Now, without jumping the gun or getting ahead of my skis here, why might the FBI have released a limited portion of this? where all of the parts that would be helpful for the general public to identify this January 6th bomber seem to be missing. Well, Darren gets into some stuff and speculates here. He said, why the FBI even release the DNC security tape in the first place? He said, this is a great point. Well, it was probably too difficult for the FBI to deny the existence of the DNC security tape altogether. Everybody knows they have video at the DNC. It's a good point. They had to release something. And DNC officials demanded in the early days of 2021 the trappings of a real investigation and the boogeyman of a real suspect. So the tape had the effect of getting an uninquisitive media to squawk a good tune. So early on, before people knew who this uh, or suspected who this bomber was, I believe, they were like, yeah, get, get him, Joe. Get the witch. And all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden they found a the witch. like oh, make that tape go away. There you go. So the FBI had to release something. So if you're going to release something, release something that's practically useless. Because you don't want to know who the person is. Here's where this story gets really good. You know, it's quote, it's quite possible the FBI sought to get the best of both worlds. By releasing a version of the DNC tape that is so massively degraded and the key moments are censored that it's virtually useless. We see that the pipe bomb suspect has a cell phone in hand. But a degraded frame rate could be particularly useful, for instance, if the pipe bomb suspect was continually using his or her cell phone to text a third party and the FBI wanted to hide this conspiratorial aspect of the pipe bomb affair from the public. Holy crikeys that's crazy, isn't it? Wow, that's kind of bananas. Take a second on that one. Think that one through. So the FBI... I, I see no scenario by which they don't have a better tape than the one they release or digital file. On that digital file is likely material with this bomber on his phone texting or calling. What would that do, Joe? Joe, now you're not a cell phone company employee, but no. uh, I, I think, gee, you, you either, but I think we can both surmise pretty accurately yeah. that uh, it's relatively easy To track down that cell phone, given that it was really early in the morning. There was no one around. And you would have very specific timestamps as to when someone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do it all the time. Do it. Yeah. Of course you do, Daddy O. Triangulating that cell phone signal and tracking it down to a caller. Would not be hard. But if you release the tape with the specific timestamps, the public would have that information, too. Oh, oh, yeah, that's it. that's really nuts. So, the two things you need for the public to track down this insurrectionist bomber involved in the worst insurrection in American history, worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than 9 11. The two things you would need would be what? You would, well, actually, I take it back to three things you need. You'd need the money shot of his face as he walks by a camera in his face. Nope. You'd need to see him planting the bomb. Nope. Don't see that either. And it would be really nice to have the timestamps about him using his cell phone and calling people. Really strange how you don't have any of those. Weird. Weird. Dude, that was a double weird because it's. Do you realize, like, again, the Occam's razor? How Just apply Occam's razor here. And this is not possible. There is clearly a cover up going on here. Call it whatever you like. Again, the more you call it a conspiracy theory, the more I double down. Because the more you call it a conspiracy theory and sick your dopey fact checkers of like Jacob Reyes and these other tools, the more I double down because it says to me, you're worried. That's what it says to me, that you are concerned about it. And deep state people are whispering in your ear to make this thing go away. This is real. Explain to me how the hell a camera's footage has 1.2 frames per second. Impossible. Impossible. That's stories. We're going to get Darren Beattie on my show. I'm trying to get him on either the Fox show or the radio show, too. We got to talk about this piece. All right, folks, moving. On. I got a lot more to cover. Um, you know what? Let me get to my next sponsor. And, folks, the country's moved on from January 6th because they feel like they're being lied to about it. There things that happened on January 6th. Everybody wishes didn't happen. Me included. I've said that. No mystery about that. But there's also been a ridiculous, a ridiculous politicization of the event by the Democrats to try and paint MAGA supporters as violent insurrectionists. It's been ridiculous. And we feel like we're being lied to because you seem to care about what happened at the Capitol, but not the bomber. Why is that? I'll explain why in a minute. Uh, Biden's speech last night is just an example of it. He just embarrassed himself. Today's show brought to you by mypatriotsupply.com. Folks, I'm stocked up. I have a bunch of emergency food stacked up around my house. Why? Because it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. We can all agree about that, right? Think, Think about it, right? If the unthinkable happens, are you prepared? Do you have a good stockpile of emergency food on hand? If not, why not? How are you going to look your kids in the face if the food runs out? You think it can't happen? Uh, Not in this world. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't think that. I wouldn't be betting that at all. Drop what you're doing and go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. You'll get a special limited time offer from MyPatriotSupply. That's right. It's back the lowest prices since 2019. Save $250 on a three-month emergency food kit. The kit's packed with delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Act now and you'll save $250 per kit. Get one kit for each person in your care. You'll always need more than you think. Go to mypatriotsupply.com and save big. Your kits will ship fast with free shipping and they'll arrive in unmarked boxes for your privacy. The offer ends in just a few days, so don't procrastinate. Go today. Go to mypatriotsupply.com and save money on the emergency food you're going to need. Listen, there are wicked forces in the world that are really hellbent on destroying this place. Don't be one of their victims. Prepare today. Go to mypatriotsupply.com before it's too late that's my dot thanks Patriot So the country's moved on because of things like this speech last night. You know, Town Hall, townhall.com, which is a great outlet, solid conservative outlet out there. They put up a video. You know, we were going to put it in the show, uh, but it it, would have been weird because a lot of you audio listeners wouldn't, wouldn't get it. They put up this video saying, you know, there's some critical things going on right now before the election. It's just coming up just this Tuesday. You know, we're less than a week away. And one of them is inflation. I said, so here's how many times Biden mentioned inflation last night in the speech. Yeah. He was like, we can't put the video up because it's a joke. He never mentioned it at all. <laughs> I'm afraid it's okay. going to trip some kind of best of sense. There's a joke. I was like, what happened? You have a little brain mouth. Down? No, no. He's like, don't put it. It was a joke. There's no, he never mentioned it at all. Biden is hellbent on talking about January 6th. Weird. He doesn't mention the bomber at all. Why? Because Joe Biden wants to make sure that he can crack down using uh, big tech, the FBI, and federal law enforcement on you when he's going to use January 6th as a pretext. Watch what happens after the election. You don't stop this guy. The guy's completely clueless. The man has clearly lost basically cognitive abilities that any normal functioning man would have, even at his age. He's lost. Here he is again. I want you to watch this video. It's in Pennsylvania the other day lost on stage again. Keep in mind, I did this for a living. The president is told exactly what to do after every speech, every footstep he's going to take. He is told, why does this guy keep getting lost on stage? Watch Kamala Harris come and rescue him. The answer is because he has lost his cognitive functions. The man has got to go. Check this out. Folks, ordinarily, I, I don't push you too much to watch the video, and rather than listening to the audio, because it's, it's the shows for you. If you prefer audio, great, but please watch the Rumble uh, video today, Rumble.com/slash Bongino, for the January sixth thing, and for that you got to watch what he does here. He's clearly told to move stage to move off to his right, but what happens? He goes off to the left. It appears like he's trying to wave to someone. It looks like he then gets lost. And Kamala Harris has to walk over and, like, rescue him and say, oh, we're going this way. (laughs) Not only is the man corrupt, not only is he a sociopathic liar, not only is he a plagiarist, he is also clearly suffering from some frontal lobe deficit and severe cognitive problems. The man can't give a speech, a single speech, without a major faux pas. By the way, last night, I didn't even put it in the show. He confused election day. He said, yeah, we're going to vote on November 9th. He corrected himself. He can't even get the date right. Jeez. Here's him yesterday. Here's a, a Bidenism. Joe, do you know the future of labor was in the future? <laughs> well, you know now. Check this out. But the future of labor was in the future. What does that mean? Who the f- knows? I, I don't know what that means. Do you? Who know? I, Nobody knows what this guy means. Nobody, even he doesn't know what he, that's the problem with a frontal lobe deficit like he has. Want to see why they're so terrified about what's going to happen to them on Tuesday in the election booth? That's why. Something important did happen yesterday though. You know, um, the economic segments, some of you like, again, some of you don't, but this is an important one. It's going to be quick, I promise you. But Jay Powell, uh, our Jay Powell, our Federal Reserve Chairman, uh, yesterday, they hiked the rates, another uh, three-quarters of a point, 0. 0.75. There were liberals listening, sorry. He summed up in about 10 seconds or less the problem with the big government system we have. Now, let me play this, and I'll explain to you what I'm here. Check this out. Reducing inflation is likely likely to require a sustained period of below-trend growth and some softening of labor market conditions. You hear what he's saying there? He's going to keep hiking the interest rates in the economy, which is going to make money more expensive to come by, which is going to make mortgage, auto loans, and businesses harder to run their businesses. Businesses borrow money to function. They need cash flow and working capital. Auto loans, big expenses. People don't have that cash, so they borrow it. Mortgages, obviously, people borrow the cash because it's their biggest expense. When you hike interest rates, you make that cash more expensive. Obviously, none of this is hard. Folks, there's a trade-off here. And what made me think of this is there's this ongoing debate about Social Security, government spending, and Medicare. And people keep talking about this debate, specifically Democrats, as if we can continue to pay for this expansive government with no cost. I just want you to understand this one thing. If we do not reform the current trajectory right now of government spending, That's fine. If you want to continue to vote for this level of spending, entitlement programs, government spending, out of control, SNAP and all this other stuff, you do you. But it's not free. You will pay. And Jay Powell in that 10 seconds just summed up exactly what's going to happen. You want all these benefits? Fine. Here's how you'll pay. You're either going to pay through taxes You're either going to pay through higher prices and inflation. You're going to pay through reduced buying power. Or you're going to pay having a reduced real salary. I just want you to understand that. We can fix this place. Two pager today. We can fix our budget. But pretending that all of these programs, that they're just going to continue indefinitely at these rates of government spending while we go bankrupt, and nobody's going to be hurt, is ridiculous. It's None of this stuff is free. You need to understand it. Oh, I want Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and SNAP benefits, and I want a $4 trillion government budget. Okay, there's not enough money with the rich people out there to pay for it. You're going to pay. You will never get away from this. You will pay. Jay Powell just said it. We printed all this money. He said it with a wink and a nod. To pay for these programs everyone thought is free. Now the inflation rate's through the roof, so you're paying more for stuff. And even worse, you're paying more for stuff, and I'm going to crash the economy too. Here, market watch. 40% of households will pay no federal income tax this year. They know why that's good news. (laughs) 72 million households will pay nothing. You really believe we can continue going forward in a society like this, where four out of 10 people Pay no federal income tax at all. Six out of 10 carry the load working for the other four out of 10 while the government goes bankrupt and the other four out of 10 pretend this is all for free. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Criticize me all you want. At least I'm telling you the truth. When this country goes de facto bankrupt, if we don't fix this thing soon, you'll look back at this episode and you'll say to yourself, yeah, if we just would have listened, we can fix this thing right now. You can tell every single person, 55 or older, 55 and younger, gives people time to plan that we don't have money for this stuff. We're going to keep you guys and ladies okay. You guys already planned your lives. around 55 and younger. We can't do this anymore. Then you fix the problem tomorrow. They don't want to do it. They want to lie to people. All right, here's what I got coming up. Uh, the worst gubernatorial candidate in the country. Uh, I, I should say, I, let me say this. The worst non-incumbent. Kathy Hochul is the worst gubernatorial candidate in the country in New York. The worst gubernatorial non-incumbent candidate in the country I've seen in a long time. Got wrecked yesterday She's a Democrat on CNN of all places. This is how. This is when you know it's over. I'll get to that in a second. Let me get to my, um, my last sponsor first. GenuCell. I began using GenuCell's most popular package recently. Went to get a facial and the technician said I have impeccable skin. And she sees 20-year-olds that don't have skin as nice as mine. That's Julia from Arlington, Texas, who's blown away by the results she saw from GenuCell. And right now, until Thanksgiving, treat yourself to GenuCell's most popular package for 70% off at GenuCell.com now. Treat yourself to the only skincare products you'll ever need, finally. And during the holiday season, every most popular package order includes GenuCell's hyaluronic acid correcting serum free when you add to the cart. Genucell products delight men and women just like you with inspiring results by correcting their daily skin problems like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawlines, facial redness, and even those annoying bags and puffiness. And with its immediate effects, Genucell guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Order at genucell.com/dan. That's G E N U C E L. Your most popular package includes a complimentary gift plus free express shipping. genucell.com/dan genucell Dot com slash Dan. Go today. Thanks, Jenny. So. All right. Here's the video of Katie Hobbs. She, Katie Hobbs is the worst candidate in the country for governor who's not an incumbent. She basically accused her opponent of a campaign break in at her campaign office. We just found out today, Joe, the person who broke in was an illegal immigrant in Arizona. Uh, Katie Hobbs, by the way, <laughs> will do absolutely nothing about illegal immigration. That's how much of a liar she is. Here she is on CNN. Katie Hobbs. Trying to defend why she's such a coward and refuses to debate the fantastic Carrie Lake, the, Carrie Lake, the Republican candidate. Check this out. You, if you, you were a- in the same space with her, wouldn't you be? Wouldn't it be easier to knock it down in front of everyone, in front of the most people? Because you're not stopping her from spreading. Yeah whatever you believe that you she know, is spreading by not debating her. She can go on television. She can talk about it. She can go in front of the, the people of Arizona every single day and talk about it. But you're not confronting her on it. And it seems like it would be an easy fix if you stood up on a debate stage and, and confronted her about these issues. Look, we're six days out from the election and our campaign strategy is our campaign strategy. So we're moving forward. I'm continuing to make my case to the voters of Arizona, uh, whether or not. Uh, we debated in this race is not going to decide this election. So, um, you know, I just we made a decision, didn't want to be a part of her spectacle. And she's not uh, she she won't answer these tough questions um, to to real reporters. She only talks to fake But secretary. It's not just her that you won't debate. You also did not debate your Democratic primary opponent, Marco Lopez. Why? And have you ever have have you ever miles ahead of him? I was miles ahead of him in the race, and one handily. It's a totally different situation here. This hilarious. Gee brings up a valuable point, Joe. I'd love to get your opinion on this too. He's like Dan. I don't know. He goes. I think Stacey Abrams is worse. I, I don't know. I disagree. Stacey Abrams is is genuinely awful. Matter of fact, um, who is hmm. it uh, that left wing outlet yesterday wrote an article and uh, why do the Democrats keep falling in love with losers like Beto and Stacey Abrams? I think Hobbs is is worse. I really do. Uh, Stacey Abrams is terrible, but I think Katie Hobbs is far worse. Yeah, uh, you know, you know what, you know why I say that? The backing down is just too much for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think with Stacey Abrams, like it's already baked into the cake that Democrats are going to be election deniers, uh, that Democrats are going to accuse people of stealing elections, and that they're going to uh, use identity politics and whining. Stacey, everyone's a racist to Stacey Abrams. You already get that, so you expect that. Yeah. What's rare. Is a candidate who's down 11, like Katie Hobbs is in the polls to Carrie Lake, whose I'm-not-debating-you strategy is clearly blown up in her face, who still, days before an election, continues to insist this is somehow a strategy to win. It, it's, I, I can't explain it. So good question, but no, I I think she's far worse. I think she's terrible. We'll see. Uh, well, well, here you go, folks. We'll make it. What is today's date? Uh, the third. We'll see who's right. He thinks it's Stacey Abrams. We'll see who loses by a bigger margin. I'll make a prediction. What the hell? Stacy Abrams loses by 6 and Katie Hobbs loses by 8 or 9. Write that down. Flag it. You'll take the opposite that uh, that Abrams loses by 9 and Hobbs by 6. All right, Joe, please flag that. Can you take a note? We'll do. Flag I it. have I have Abrams 6. Hobbs nine, Guy has the opposite. We'll see who's right. Uh, folks, you'll have to tune in the day, day after on Tuesday. I'll tell you what, I'll bet you a hundred bucks. All right, hundred bucks. And here's the deal you don't have to give me a hundred bucks, but I, it's only one way. But no, I'm serious. I will give you a hundred dollars for your extra cash. If you, if Folks, I don't know. Does he have to claim that? Is it? I don't know. You never know. They may arrest me like they tried to arrest Trump's guy. Remember, free parking. I will I will give you $100 cash. We're making a bet. You don't have to give me anything. Fair deal. I, that's how confident I am in this. All right. Folks, their final pitch, not just Katie Hobbs, but their final pitch before Election Day, uh, the Democrats, this is a total joke. My Fox show Saturday night at 9, this is going to be my closing statement in the last block of the show, how ridiculous their final pitch is. More masks, more mandates, more inflation, more open borders. We have a whole montage about it. Uh, John Kerry's final pitch for the administration. You, you know what do they? What does Mark Levin call him? Mashed potato face. You right. <laughs> you got here's a final pitch for John Kerry. We got massive inflation, a fentanyl crisis, a near nuclear war going on over in uh, Ukraine with Russia, and John Kerry's final pitch. You better get yourself a hundred thousand dollar electric car. Check this out. Ford Motor Company and General Motors and other companies around the world have spent hundreds of billions of dollars retooling their plants. Why? Because they're going electric. And by 2035, that's all we're going to have in America. Electric cars being manufactured, not on the road, but being sold and in, in new cars. That's the president Biden's goal. By 2035, he wants the power sector of America to be ca- carbon free. This, this is it. Yeah. This is their pitch. A an electric electrified national transportation system that the infrastructure for doesn't exist even close to where we would need to be to do it. This is their final pitch. Why are they so obsessed with electric cars by the way? Read this gem in my note in my show notes today. A newsletter, the newsletter. slash newsletter What that why are they so obsessed with the electric cars? I mean they cause almost as much pollution as uh, gas cars by the time when you look at the whole life cycle of the car from production to disposal. Why? Oh, look, the World Economic Forum, they're back again. They published a post on digital battery passports described as a digital ID for batteries. Wow, really? Sounds like they want you to connect to the grid so the grid can monitor your electricity usage. God forbid your carbon footprint gets too big. And if that doesn't work, that the battery in the car will monitor it as well. Here, you read it right here. You and I talked about this last week. Do you remember? Yes, of, of exactly this. We did because this is what you and I are obsessed with: the government surveilling people using technology. Here's a quote from this piece at Reclaim the Net. Read it in the newsletter. So the World Economic Forum wants a battery passport. It consists of a digital ID for batteries containing data and descriptions about the. ESG performance, environmental performance, manufacturing history, and provenance, as well as advancing battery life extension and enabling recycling. It will collect, exchange, collate, and report data amongst the battery life cycle? Oh, Oh. Oh, it kind of makes a little bit more sense now. Like Joe just said, I've only been warning you about this for eight years now, even last week. They don't want uh, electric cars, folks, because they care about the environment. They want electric cars because it just makes it easier to watch you and to shut your power off so your carbon footprint doesn't get too big. We're covering this on the Fox show this weekend, too. Don't miss that. We've Got a very special guest for you in the opening block. You saw him a little bit yesterday on our show, covering the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum, and all of your digital surveillance future. By the way, the Californians and the liberals in California, they can't even agree. I shouldn't say and. This is the liberals in California. The conservatives have nothing to do with this. Liberals in California can't even agree what the hell to do with electric cars. So the California liberal crazies have mandated an electrified car future in California. But here's a little bit of a problem. You can read this piece in the Daily Caller if you want to see the uh, left, this um, I always told you it's going to be an implosion. And liberalism is a cannibalistic enterprise by nature. Because eventually they run out of other people's money. So California wants a tax hike. It's called Proposition 30. They do. What's the problem? Liberal California should have no problem with the tax hike. The problem is the liberals in California don't want the tax hike. Wait, what do you mean? Why is it that liberals wouldn't want a tax hike? Well, some liberals do. But the Democratic governor is opposing Proposition 30. It's a ballot measure that would raise taxes on the wealthy to help low-income people buy electric cars in the state. They're mandated to as part of its climate agenda. You know what's really strange? These cannibalistic, imploding liberals. I've told you, cancel culture and the left will always eat itself alive. Have we not said it over and over? Here's a problem now. California taxes are so high that people are evacuating the state in droves for Arizona, Nevada, Florida, and elsewhere. And the teachers unions and others are saying, you know what, this tax hike is only going to go to car companies to buy electric cars. No, no, I want a piece of that, too. Therefore, I'm demanding you reject this tax hike unless we get a piece of the pie. This is hilarious. Watch it. This is one of those things, Joe. Put all the liberals in a W, uh, what is it, the WWF? What the hell? It used to be a WWF, <laughs> the wrestling, the, the world, whatever what they call it, WWE. Put them in a steel cage match and just watch the liberals eat each other alive as they try to steal people's money. This is what's happening. right. They can't even agree themselves. Here's an even more hilarious piece I read in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. Again, how liberals can't even agree about their Green New Deal cow farting future. They don't even they can't even agree on this thing. John Kerry saying do it. Gavin Newsom saying do it. But we don't want to tax people to do it because the teachers unions won't get a cut of the tax. The Wall Street Journal has this fascinating piece about how cities, liberal cities around America, are putting out these warnings to uh, fossil fuel companies, saying, "Hey, we're going to sue you for all the damage you guys caused to the environment. Our cities are going to flood because of you." It sounds pretty, pretty severe. Yeah. Here's the problem: Baltimore's in this too, Joe. Joe's not far from there. Ah. When they issue their own Bonds. In other words, if Baltimore wants to borrow money, it does a bond issuance it says, hey, buy our bonds. Well, you don't want a risky bond or else Baltimore would have to do what, fellas? They'd have to pay a high interest rate. Hey, there's a lot of risk in here. So you know what's really strange? <laughs> As cities like liberal cities like Baltimore and elsewhere tell fossil fuel companies, you're putting our city in danger. We're going to flood and be destroyed. Therefore, we're going to sue you in their own bond issuances to lower the interest rate so it doesn't sound risky they don't mention much at all about the danger to climate. It's so strange. The journal notes, from electric vehicle initial public offerings to ESG funds, opportunities in climate-related investments appear endless, yet a troubling trend is emerging with state and local governments' bonds and their judicial climate activism. The same liberal jurisdictions that are suing energy companies for alleged climate change damage are also stating in their own bond disclosures that they can't attest to the effects of climate change. Again, so strange. It's almost as if they don't believe their own BS. I mean, Obama's out there on the campaign trail telling you the world's going to flood, that the sea levels are going to rise, and he has this place in Martha's Vineyard sitting right there on the water. It's almost as if they don't believe their own BS. That's because they don't. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you want to submit questions, for tomorrow's show, please do it. The it post is up right now. Questions for tomorrow's podcast on my Locals account. Download the Locals app. I am at D. Bongino. Uh, also on my True Social account, where I am at D. Bongino. And uh, if you'd like, again, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Harry and the Natives, uh, Federal Highway and Hobes Sound. I'll be there with Steve Ducey saying hello to some folks if you'd like to check that out. Uh, don't miss it. And please subscribe to the show. As you said, ah. Apple Spotify, and please, rumble.com slash Bongino. We would deeply, deeply appreciate it. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.